Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of the Suburb Lounge. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Ms. Rita Olds. Rita, how hey. are you? So good. I'm so happy to be here. Before we press record, I was telling Stephanie how happy I am to be here and talk with her. So I'm excited to get started. And I'm excited to have you on the show, uh, really in a co-hosting role for the first time. This is the first time that we've done this here on the podcast. And I really wanted to do something different for the holidays this year. I felt like you know, I really wanted to bring in an expert in an area that I felt was going to be the determining factor between success and failure. And so who else than than Rita? Who else but me? And I want to piggyback off that. Listen, everybody, <laughs> your copy is going to make or break you, especially during um, the holiday season when the big dogs are hurting for money. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this because you have to cut through the noise. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut through the noise. So we're going to kind of get into it right away because we have a lot of things that we want to cover. So Rita, the first thing that we want to talk about is where do we start? I mean, for me, I always feel like we need to start going backwards. Like we need to mm-hmm. look at last year. So what are some of the tips that you may have um, if somebody wants to conduct some type of an audit on, on their content, on their copy for their website? Where do they go? What are the first things that they need to do? Um, I would say look at what email subject lines were open the most um, because email subject lines, that content and the way that you speak to the people just let you know what they're engaging with the most, which actually got the most click-throughs. Um, and then the second would be what sold the most. <laughs> so when you think of your holiday bundles, you can do something that's along the lines of what the people want. And I guess the long story short is just put people first. Don't think about you, what you want to sell, what you have your heart set on, like really put people first um, in that strategy way. But when you're thinking about copy, you need to actually talk to people. I think um, we get so caught up in like our own receipts and our own home brags like hey I'm doing this and I'm so ready for holiday girl mm-hmm. or fellas no one cares um, so just make sure that you are focused on your people and even throughout anything that you write make sure you're using you more than you're using me and my and us and we um, so just make sure your website and all your copies talks to your ideal client or your customer or your visitors or whatever you call them out there Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, as far as, uh, and I'm a huge fan of, of just going back to numbers, going back mm-hmm. to reports, right? So mm-hmm. we talked about looking at what sold more. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at what sold more, Rita, and we're putting together some of these bundles, mm-hmm. right? And we're having the, the, the opportunity to then start writing descriptions for Google, descriptions for Facebook and things like that. What are some of those key words that we need to start looking at adding in there that kind of may, may help us? Because I know in going back, even myself, there were some words that I overused. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this time last year. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to tone down the jingle. We're going to add something right. new and right. fresh. And what are some of those, what are some of those ways in which you can say, okay, we're going to um, audit this 
from a copy perspective. Like I want to go into the copy. So we know what we need to do. We know we need to look at the things that we've sold the most and the subject lines from an email marketing perspective, but in the copy of a website, what are some of the ways that you can say, okay, how do I know if my, if, if this section is good? Like, how do you audit that? Oh, that is a good question. I think, well, my favorite words are you, Mm-hmm. Right. If your copy has no you in it, if you don't, are not actually having a conversation or talking to your person, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Um, and the second thing I know it's a little cheesy, but new and now um, no one knows that something is new. Right. And I think that new kind of piques people's interest when you think of it from a, like a psychological point of view. And now kind of pushes that urgency in like the least sleazy way. Mm-hmm. So even if your button says buy now, even if you say it's now available, even if you say like new for you or something along those lines. Those are kind of key words that um, psychologically gets people interested and to take action in those ways. But mm-hmm. I think more than words, I think it should, you should understand what, what emotion, what emotion you want your people to feel. Mm-hmm. So when you have your bundles or you're doing your holiday, do you want them to feel a sense of urgency that maybe you need to like double down on the word now? Do you want them to, to feel reassured like this is the best decision? Then maybe you should focus on language around that, like I'm here for you or you're in the right place or again, I'm using you a lot. But um, I think the first thing you, again, I know we're talking about copy, but strategy comes with copy. So you have to think yeah, about yeah, um, yeah. the purpose, your goal, your call to action, and what emotion you want people to feel. And then you can focus on what copy words, you know, you choose to, to invoke those feelings. Um, and I know that we, as, as entrepreneurs, we want folks to just buy now. But, like, mm-hmm. why are they buying? Are they buying to, like, satisfy some boredom? Are they solving a problem? Like, what's up? Like, it, I think that that's what we miss sometimes in copywriting is like, what's important to me and it's urgent to me without really thinking about like, is this an emotional buy? Are we buying ice cream because we just got dumped? Are we buying a dress because we just lost weight? Are we new to entrepreneurship because of all the stuff that's going on? Like, where are they mentally? Um, And then you can kind of honor that and kind of push them in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Absolutely. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my next point on those emotional triggers. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I, that's exactly what I'm saying when it comes to auditing, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the audits and and what I see um, and what I've learned even from you working with you um, has been, is this like repetitive, I know that sometimes when, you know, you and I have worked together where, where you were doing some of the audits for, for us here at Silverve, and I remember I felt like we were being very repetitive in some of the things, right? Mm-hmm. And so it helps to kind of put yourself in where is the audience? Where are mm-hmm. they in that emotional journey? Mm-hmm. And people are buying. I'm buying. I'm buying a lot. Buying <laughs> so home. many plants, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right? I am buying all the things. And... But it is laced with a lot of the emotional triggers behind it. And I'm finding Mm -hmm. that I'm drawn to a lot of vibrancy. I'm drawn to the things that I can't do now, like the Mm -hmm. beach Mm -hmm. and the sun and the sand, because to me, those things are important. So if I see a sale on candles that smell like some boardwalk, I'm like, give me a uh, 50% off. Yes. <laughs> well, <I'll take laughs> I will <more>. take that. <laughs> I will take that. So again, if you're, think of that, think of your audience. Um, think of if, if they're used to buying a certain bundle, 
then again, you, you lace it with, okay, so what are they missing? What are they unable to do if they're not uh-huh. leaving the house and things like that? Uh-huh. So that's very important. I love that you mentioned the emotional triggers behind the, um, the decisions that people are making, because I think that that's something that is often missed. You got to go beyond the 50% off. You definitely do. And another tip I want to want to bring up, if you don't know, like where someone's at, please call them. Like, call your ideal client, call someone you've worked with before and like straight up ask them, like, what were you thinking before you purchased it? What, what were your, your fears about this? What held you back? What pushed you over the edge? How do you feel like you, we, sometimes we just don't know because we're so entrenched in our own business. Like get somebody on the phone mm-hmm. and also you can steal the words right out their mouth. Right. If someone says like, I felt like, so depressed sitting in the house and child you can have a headline to say feeling depressed sitting in the house like so sometimes you don't have to do all the work yourself really um pull in your people because this is what it's all about for me at least yeah no definitely (laughs) and and i talked about that in in the previous episode where i said you have got to talk to your audience you have got to do the surveys like july is a great month to do surveys Mm-hmm. Again, throw in a discount code. Thank you for the survey. Here's a discount. Yeah. You know, come order, come buy. Thank you so much. And you got the information I need. Or you can pick up the phone. I like mm-hmm. to pick up the phone and, and you have sure those do. conversations. You taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick up the phone and call. You got to pick up the phone and call. So another thing that I noticed that, and, and this was brought to actually to, to, to my attention by a colleague that she was having this issue, is that. Are, are folks scared to, to sell in this, in this economy? Are they scared to sell in this, in, in where we are now? I had, a, let, me, let me just give you the story. So she, she's hiring. So she's hiring a team member and, and, you know, they're going through the process order. And she said, can you believe that this team member came to me? And she said, I, I read your blog, but there was no sale. There, you weren't selling at the end of any of the blogs. And I thought to myself, but do I do that sometimes too? I think I do that, right? Mm-hmm. So again, are we scared? Are we scared to sell right now, Rita? Where are you, where are you seeing where your clients are at as far as pushing past that? I think people are afraid to sell. People, mm-hmm. child, the, the, the space that we're in, this call-out culture, mm-hmm. this we canceling you, if you get it wrong, we're going to call you out. Uh, I think people are just really afraid to get it wrong. Mm -hmm. And some people are truly projecting their money and securities on other people, right? If if you've had a hard time, you assume that other people have had had a hard time, right? And that, that goes if you don't know your people, if you're not talking to them. And one way that you can really push past that is, one, do you know your people? How much money they're making? Do you know if they've been impacted? Like, get in the know, first of all. Pick up the phone. Um, and once you do that, you have to ac- acknowledge if you're a person of integrity, right? So if you're a person of integrity, then everything you do is going to be righteous, right? If you're a sleazy person, then everything you do is kind of going to be sleazy. So if you are really operating in a space of integrity, extending an invitation to transform or extending an invitation for someone to buy, is not sleazy at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that because we see so many of our faves, okay, I won't say faves, but so many people do, doing this, you know, that selling um, has definitely become a bad word. It's become a thing that everyone wants to stay away from. But if you do it in a space that honors your core values and your moral code, then girl, get your sell on. Because at the end of the day, you have to 
you have to stay afloat and you have to, you're in, you're in business, right? Otherwise, start a nonprofit. If you don't want to sell, you don't want to make a profit. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that to be cold. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot of people are missing their own core values. They're missing what they stand for. So if you stand for helping people, if you're stand for service, et cetera, then of course you can have um, a service that helps people who have been impacted like I've done, or you can have a discounted service, or you can have a redacted smaller version of your large Thing, but at the end of the day, you still need to to offer it because to me, it's just like, how dare you not offer something that people need? How yeah. dare you just like hide because you're you're insecure about whatever it is that you're insecure about, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, lean on who you are, lean on what you believe in, and look at selling as an invitation, and, and nothing you do from that space can be sleazy or dishonest. That's how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> and this is why I invited Rita on the show. Okay. That right there is exactly where the passion lies. And let me tell you this, this is why when you're working with a copywriter and they're having strong conversations on going back to the foundation of your business and the core values and those start here pages or about pages and landing pages and how that all has to resonate because let me tell you something whatever your copy is going to be for the holidays you absolutely should try very very hard to keep that same momentum throughout the year do yes. not code switch on me yes. in the middle of the holiday season and come strong because i am going to ask you what happened to you and what is going on but if mm -hmm. you've been uh, if it's a slow progression throughout the year and you you're still the same we know you're launching something we know you're going to be selling me a bundle or a, a discount service with a coupon code whatever we know that that's coming but don't switch it up you know stay true to who you are and that is exactly the difference between copy for social copy for sales copy for your website there's different copy yes. but at the end of the day they should all migrate together and it all goes back to the core values yes just 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 know who you are and do you mind if i just make a, a yeah, commentary go. on what's going on today Take it. Um, Take it. <laughs> so i know that a lot of us have been we've really been reacting to um what's been going on in the world whether we, we believe or don't believe in, in the pandemic, whether we support Black Lives Matter or not, no matter where you stand on that, I think in the early June, everyone has something to say. Is that a part of your brand, right? Is, is being vocal and, and standing up on social justice issues a part of your brand? Because if it is, keep it up. If it is not, I, I wonder why, because it is a part of my brand. But if it's not, mm -hmm. then don't take opportunities to black out and, and, and be an opportunist because that is that is read a lot and we're definitely in a in a space where people are, are seeing that now right and so mm -hmm. if you're disingenuous um it's going to be hella known can i curse yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really transparent right now so um i just want you because it was so beautiful to see it was so beautiful to see where some brands stood, like Ben and Jerry's. It was just like, wow, okay, yes. I rock with y'all. I'm gonna get me some ice cream now. Yes. But, <laughs> right? But some, some personal brands or some other brands, you spoke up and now you're quiet, so I'm confused. So core mm -hmm. values are really, really important because they always matter, but there are gonna be times when your brand is really tested and we are in those times now where it's like, what are you made of and what do you stand on? And mm -hmm. whatever that is, weave it into who you, your copy today, your copy through the holidays, your copy, for the rest of the time you're in business. So yeah. it's really important, y'all. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
I always struggle and I know that I have my counterparts that struggle in marketing. I have clients who have struggled with this and it is, we are getting older. We are becoming more confident in ourselves and we want to speak up more because we've had more experiences because we've lived on this earth longer. And that gives us, you know, an opportunity to say our piece. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you are struggling with how you are going to translate that message because you still want to be empathetic and you still, you know, you still have a brand to maintain and you want to do it right and you want to do it with grace. Again, this is a great opportunity to reach out to professionals that can help you do that. And I say that because oft, so many times throughout the day, I want to tweet you should hire a brand manager. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and, and, and I've written that, that status on Facebook and, and, and everywhere so many times. And then I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes it is taken a little too far. Sometimes it mm -hmm. is. It be, your heart is in the right place, but it may not be translating right. And so, mm -hmm. again, we still have, you know, we still want to be graceful. We still want to be empathetic to others. And, um, but we do want to, to say what we need to say in the right way. And, um, and, and it, it all goes back to that. Just stick to, stick to what you're going to stick to year round, mm -hmm. year mm -hmm. round. Okay. And again, Ben and Jerry's has done a great job. Definitely have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, caramel core for the win. <laughs> I love caramel core. Mm, that's my favorite. Mm -mm, love it. Okay. So we talked about um, the psychological triggers of it all. So what happens, what happens, especially with service providers, Rita, because <laughs> econ for me is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I love it. <laughs> it's so easy for me. Mm -hmm. With service providers, it gets a little bit more difficult because yes. there's no tangible thing. We can't touch it. How do we combat that? What is, a, what are, what are, is, a, is the best tip that you can give us for service providers to combat that? One, I think your FAQ section is really like the superstar of any page that you have. So if you do not have FAQs, go ahead and pull out your pen and your paper now, because I'm going to give you some examples. So uh, FAQ uh, sections are just anything you want to reiterate on your selling points, anything you want people to know in it, and it handles every single objection. So I want you to think about why anybody will say no, and then craft a question around that. One question could straight up be, I don't know you, why should I trust you, right? One question could be, um, um, I've been burned so many times. Oh, that's the same thing. Why should I trust you? Um, I'm not sure. Is this really worth it? Again, that can be a beautiful sales pitch there. Um, and then like what happens next and kind of cure somebody's hesitancy. Um, what else questions do we have? Like how much is this normally? So you can really push the value. Um, again, when we go back to like, I don't know you, why should I trust you? That's where you can like anchor or link to your testimonials. So one FAQs, just think of every uh, objection that someone could possibly have and answer them in a, you know, warm, friendly, but selling way, right? Mm -hmm. And objections can come through from trust. Objection can come through for, for value and investment. Investment, I mean, questions could come through things that people actually asked you. Um, just make sure your whole entire process is very, very clear. And I think for service-based businesses, make sure you have a question on the process, like what happens next? Because some far too often we buy something that's kind of like, well, girl, I'm not going to get a questionnaire. Are you going to call me? Like, what happens, right? Mm -hmm. And I found that oftentimes when I'm even writing for people, I'm like, what's your process? And they're like, well, I'm still working that out. Well, girl, I can't write copy for you because I have to be able to sell 
that because that that's someone's true fear. Like, girl, I'm gonna spend, give you my money. I'm not gonna hear from you in a week, and who knows? So just make sure your FAQs, even if it's just five, have those on a page where you are selling. And that's for e-commerce perks too. Like, hey, where's the sizing guide? Hey, what's your return policy? Yeah. Um, anywhere close to where your your call to action button is. Mm-hmm. Two, please show receipts. Please call folks. Please get testimonials right now in July. Have those ready because I can say up and down that I'm amazing. Stephanie can say up and down that she's amazing, but who doesn't say they're amazing when they're selling, right? So I need you to have other people vouching for you. And I want you to focus your questions on the value, right? So ask questions around the value. Like, you know, what about this experience surprised you? Um, or was it worth the money? Or why did you choose to invest? Or what was your ROI, right? To keep get people very comfortable that this investment is worth it. Two, talk about your experience. Um, because people have great products and their experience can sometimes be trash. I can confess that I have learned to, to provide better customer experience through trial and error. So just make sure you have people, one, that you are a person of integrity and are given a great experience, but make sure some of your testimonials are around that experience. I think the FAQ is very, very great. I know, and this is uh, just a gem here, if you are um, an e-com business, if you're especially, especially in, in the economic state where we're in, if you're wanting to use um, a service like Cecil or quad pay where people are paying in installments, these service providers are going to require that you have an FAQ mm-hmm. along with your policies. I mean, people need readily available to them. These are my frequently asked questions because they're more than likely frequently asked questions for <laughs> a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. But for a service provider, I think it's it becomes even more important. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the terms of your retainer? How do you mm-hmm. prefer to be paid? You know, little things yes. like that make a difference because that way, you know, you're, you're, you're dispelling a, a lot of myth maybe of what it is to work with you. What's the difference between working with an agency and working with a freelancer? You yep. know, who's going to be at my disposal if you're on yep. vacation? So a lot of these different conversations, I think it's, it eases the ability for people to say, uh, yes. I'm going to buy now. I'm going to book now because yes. you answered everything. my last one. Yeah. <laughs> it was the, so that like one copywriting tip is like to really explain the benefits of whatever it is you're offering. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you write down, you get a pre-recorded video, write down so that, and then write the benefit. You you get that video so that you can watch it whenever you want, so that you can watch it on the road, so that you have access to it for a lifetime. So that kind of sells the benefit. Um, And a lot of service providers kind of ease over or assume that people know the benefits of the features that they're offering or the Mm -hmm. service that they're offering and we really don't right yeah um so just try to so that you can change that word to so or because and you can but just so that what Mm -hmm. and and then try to really sell the benefits of your offer exactly and um you know something that i've ran into um is people don't even know what the service means sometimes. <laughs> like something as easy as for us, because we think it's easy, right. let's just suppose, SEO, what, is, what does that even stand for? Yes, what does that, that stand is- for for someone that's in a completely different industry that didn't go to school for marketing, that didn't go to, has no clue what this even means. They just know that there's a search engine and that's where they search things. They don't know anything about that, right? So 
even starting off at just the most organic, explain things right. Yes. You know, obviously that's, that's going to be a big point. Yeah. That's yes, a big I, I, I couldn't agree more because we're so caught up in our own space that we don't really think that people don't know what they don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, absolutely. So I want to kind of, um, wrap this up with this conversation. It's going to kind of lead into then the conversation that we're going to be having in August, which is going to be amazing because what we are going to be putting together for the month of August is going to be super fabulous and you're not going to want to miss it. Okay. We're going to put links in the, in the show notes. It's going to be all fabulous, but talk to me, Rita, about audience sets, audience sets, because when you, for me, personalization is so important. Mm-hmm. And again, through trial and error, I have learned that it, in a sign-up form, I should have, you know, a first sign up with your first name. So at least I know who you are yep. instead of just your email. Yep. Right. And, um, and I've learned that because then when you're addressing them in the email, in the newsletters, you know, you want to say their name, hello, so-and-so, how are you? You know, you want mm-hmm. that personability. So, Let's then talk about the site. So before they even sign up, you have your recurring visitor. You know they love your podcast. You know they love your blog. They read it. They read your articles. They want to see what's going on. But then what about the new user? So how did you do to differentiate these things but you're, so that you don't add more work for yourself? Repeat yourself. <laughs> Duplicate pages. <laughs> have um, very... At the end of the day, you're going to have to not assume your website is one size, one size fits all and neither is your copy, right? So for me, coming off of this podcast, I'm going to have a link just for you guys. So I understand where you're coming from. I can speak to you the way as casually as I'm speaking to you now, but the copy can be the same. The emotional, um, the emotional feelings, the call to action can be the same, but the connection, what we're talking about, the con- I mean, it's the conversations, the connection can be different. So don't be afraid. I know most of us start with this five-page website, especially if you're service-based, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to duplicate a page, you know, mm-hmm. customize the URL. Mm-hmm. And um, again, do that work that we talked about earlier. Like, where are they coming from? What, how do they even hear about me? What are they looking for? And just mm-hmm. answer those questions with your copy, but make sure it's conversational. So repetition, there's nothing wrong with it, y'all. Um, yeah. Especially if you have a, a great SEO strategy, especially if you have a great foundation already. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like you said, personalization, I mean, that's the only way we're going to go forward at this point. That's this this stuff that you're probably like borrowing from other people or these Mm. templates you use from 2016, they're not going to cut it anymore. So you really have to um, be very specific because every person or every group, they have their own goals. They have their own problems and they may be small. Like, so some of my clients just may not feel comfortable using their voice or they just, just need permission to speak I mean, to write the way that they speak, right? Some people just don't have the time. They know who they are. They know their voice. So selling, selling time-saving time saving product versus selling um, kind of confidence are two different things, but I'm selling the same thing, right? So you have to know what you're selling because you have, so you have to know where they're coming from. So mm-hmm. just those small type of things, the pages are pretty much the same. I'm just highlighting two different features, right? Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to, long story short, don't be afraid to repeat yourself, have duplicate pages, and really go out there and ask people 
you know, where, where you at with it so you can understand what to put on your pages. Did that help? I feel like I ramble sometimes. No, no, no. That helps so much. And I know that that, that's going to help so many because it's important. Personalization is huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. If you're talking to me and again, if I bought, and and I'm going to go back to that example, if I am missing the beach and I'm missing sand and I've already purchased a candle, suppose, and you have a lotion that smells the same, more than likely I will probably like it. So when I come back to your site, I better see some sand and beach because you already know that I bought that before. So targeting, yes, targeting. Okay. (laughs) So it all goes back to that. Thank you so much. You have blessed my audience today. I know, I know, I know y'all took notes. I know y'all took notes, but of course this is um, going to be on YouTube where you can uh, play it as many times as you want, share it on your socials. Most definitely Rita's com. All her contact information is going to be in the show notes. So you can reach out to her as well. And we're going to have a blog post. We're going to expand upon some of these um, notes that we, that we provided you today. Rita, I know that you also have this fantastic opportunity for our, audience member. So go ahead and let me know what you have coming up um, for Rita Olds uh, Co. Hey, so thank you for the opportunity to share. So I found on my own research that VIP days were my people love them. They were the favorite because you get in, you get out in eight hours, you'll have launch or you'll have website copies. So I decided to take 10 women of color and put them into an intensive where we do a VIP day. But of course, we need more time. So we're going to do one week to get your website up. So you will have a premium copywriter. That's me giving you templates on how to do it. But the most important part is we're going to really discover your signature voice and what you stand for, because that is going to make the difference between Two people selling the exact same thing, your flavor, your personality, your quirks and all. So if you need some confidence on using your voice and if you just need a um, step-by-step guide on how to write your website, definitely um, hit me up based on the information we have below. And the, the offer is called Unshakable because you will have an unshakable brand foundation. Um, to get people to know who you truly are, how you're going to transform their lives, and you can be hella confident going out here into these internet streets. Hey, and listen, I can vouch, I can vouch for this myself. As many of you know, or may not know, um, Rita is someone that we partner with. We send clients to her when they are ready to elevate and really start working exclusively on certain parts of their marketing elements with then a copywriter. Thank you, Rita, again. And thank you for tuning in and uh, stay sticking with us throughout this entire episode. Again, make sure you check out all of the links in the show notes, reach out to us, email at hello at server.com or DM me on social and we will chat with you next week. Bye. Bye y'all.